Wrong time, wrong place. What? Somewhere. Come on. I thought you were going somewhere else. No, I'm not gonna go bow chicka wah wah. That's later. That's another episode of. That's a very special episode of Monkey Business. That's not gonna be an episode. The animal kids. The animal version. The animal. Brown chicken, brown cow. Toga, toga, toga. We Hi, gang. Already. It's your favorite host of all time, Chris, speaking to you from the studios of WFC3 with me as always, oh, yeah, the yeah, legendary yeah. Billy DeTori. Hi. The not as legendary, but still pretty damn cool, Tanya Metris. Hello. My bouncing baby boy, Ian. Yep. That's not a baby. He's not a baby. No, <laughs> Hello, 6'2", 220 pound baby. Holy <laughs> crap. It's like, what was that little, the cartoon? The the old chicken. Oh, baby uh, Huey. Baby Huey. Baby Huey. And then... <laughs> Becca, the intern, has oh returned God. from the Yay. land of the lost. She decided that she wasn't going to be fired anymore. <laughs> we have, Ian, Ian, say it with me now. We have a Becca, 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 And last but certainly not least, at the other end of the table, keeping an eye on things and making sure she rolls her eyes at us plenty of times, is the lovely and ever-present Dolly. Hi, Doll. How you doing? 20 times per minute. Wonderful. Wonderful. Who still refuses to see Wonder Woman for all that? Because matter. I am wonderful. That's I am. Wonderful. She <laughs> yeah. is Wonder Woman. You're missing That's a good why. movie. It might be a good action movie, but it's not Wonder Woman. Oh, okay, we're gonna we're, we're going in a different we're, totally we're going different in a different female direction today. Today, <laughs> today the the Doctor Who fan of me just has to say it. I, we the thirteenth Doctor has been cast. It's been a couple of weeks now, as at the time that we've recorded it, well, about a week and a half mm-hmm. since they Still announced Jodie Jodie yeah. Whittaker to be the thirteenth yeah, Doctor, Sunday. the very first female. Doctor, we were. I think you know what. All the signs were pointing that this was just going to be an inevitability. This Where were you when they announced happen. it? Where was I when they announced it? I was sitting in my chair in the living room at home, <laughs> and I is I knew that I knew that the announcement was going to come after Wimbledon. So I had I had my smartphone in my hand, and I had been keeping an eye on Wimbledon. And as soon as I knew the match was over, I went to you know to, to Facebook to just wait for the PBC announcement because I'm like because I, I had posted this to the FC3 site that was me that posted that where where there was three ways to look at at that Sunday there was mm-hmm. the tennis fan oh this is gonna be a great day there's the Doctor Who fan where they'd be like uh, can we get to this can we just hand out the trophies now and get to the the announcement and then there's the tennis loving Doctor Who fan going this it's going to be awesome. A, this is gonna be a good day Tater day you know this that is the best me. day ever I love tennis I love Doctor Who see. So. There was a time where I was like that, but I'm a little bit less inclined to watch tennis these days. Although at, at that point, back I was actually at the radio station. Oh, yeah? So <laughs> yeah. I didn't get to do it. Well, I did see Doctor Who, thanks to you. Yeah, hey! I got to see who uh, the new Doctor Who was, or as uh, some wise guys are referring to it now as Nurse Who. <laughs> see, that's some of the things we're going to be talking about today. Um, because the, the, the reaction has been swift mm-hmm. and polarized. And decisive. And there are those who did the predictable. I'm never watching the show again. Oh, they've jumped the shark. Oh, they've ruined it. And and then there's the people who are like, this is the best thing ever. This is what we always wanted. This is great. This is going to be fantastic. And then there's everybody else in the middle going, all right, cool. Let's see what she's got. (laughs) I I am on record. I am on record on several occasions, either in panels at the convention or or here on this very podcast, saying I really didn't think – I didn't want them to do it. I didn't want them to – because the – the outpouring has been so much from from small groups that I figured it was going to be a token gesture, and I didn't want that token gesture, you know. And then that's where I was with it. Yeah, too. and that's where I was. I'm like, <laughs> okay, don't make the next one a woman because there is a small group of people who are being very vocal, and that's exactly what they want. So you're catering to that small group of people, and I just and then the more I thought about it, the more I realized how backwards that was of me to think of that because you know what? Eventually, there would have to be a first woman. 
It was just, it was an inevitable thing. People have been talking about I was it. ready for the first woman. I was thinking, actually, it was kind of, I wanted maybe the next doctor to be the first woman. Mm-hmm. Not this one, just not, quite not yet. Not 13, but 14. May, mainly just because of the last um, companion. Mm-hmm. And I felt like if they brought a woman in, it was going to be like too cliche. and People were going to look at it like, oh, they're just trying to, you know, rile everyone up because mm-hmm. they did that with the companion. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want people to look at it wrong i want them to accept her and right. i love jody whitaker she's awesome I, so i'll be honest I'm, before I'm they announced about her just before they announced her name i knew almost nothing about her other than she existed because here was the thing this was what this was when i knew this was probably going to be the thing i had kind of braced my a part of my brain to kind of brace itself to the fact that it was going to be her because just like with peter capaldi all of the odds makers and all the books and they were you know for for months on end okay matt smith's going to step down here comes the, the the guesswork. Here comes all of the second guessing. Here comes the suggestions. Well, this person's got the favorite odds. This person's got the odds. This person's got the odds. About a week before they announced Peter Capaldi, he suddenly appeared on the odds books. Oh, he's a dark horse favorite. Suddenly they've been talking about Peter Capaldi. I'm like, okay, now it's Peter Capaldi. And boom, he was, and, I, and, and I'll say it right now, to date, Peter Capaldi, my favorite doctor of all time. I'm throwing that out there. That's that's me. I'm saying that. You don't have to share my opinion. I know you don't, but... And there's tons of tons that of them. Just gave it all in my face. Tons, tons of great doctors. I'm not going to throw shade on any of them. I mean, not, not even Colin Baker, who who his his doctor was not the greatest received because of the era that he he came up in. But the actor himself is a capital fella. Um, but of all of the doctors, Peter is now my all time favorite. Anyway, when that being said, to follow through on the 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 anecdote there, um, she popped up on the boards about three or four days before the. Yeah, never they never discussed her at all, and then all of a sudden, boom! Jodie Whittaker is now they're they're now talking to Jodie Whittaker about possibility of being the doctor. And I'm like, there you go, that's she's it, she's going to be the one. So in the back of my brain, I already kind of had a hint that that was going to be the name I was about to see. Um, and I and I'm and like I said, I'm on record saying I really hope that they wouldn't do it. I have also been on record saying if they do it, I'm not going to stop watching the show. I'm a Doctor Who fan, and I'm not going to be an idiot about it. Um, the more I think about it, the more I have seen Jodie in action. I watched, uh, I watched the episode of Black Mirror that she is in. Mm-hmm. I watched all of Broadchurch. I love Broadchurch. I heard. I, I've I have seen not watched one. any Broadchurch. I haven't finished it. And now is she in all of Broadchurch? Yes. 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 Okay. Is she, she like? Is, she's a... And I'm excited for the new season. I can't okay. wait. I love okay. that show. So and mm-hmm. you, so you would recommend that show Broad to me? Broadchurch yeah. is okay. amazing. Well, we'll do a book club episode of that sometime soon. Heck yeah! All right, so we'll talk I, I, about that. I can't that. do just an episode. <laughs> that, that one, it, it, it's like a whole novel split into chapters. Oh, okay. It really okay. is. That, Very cool. I like that is. kind of storytelling. All right. So anyway, and I did, so I watched the episode of Black Mirror that she was in. So again, Billy, thank you for turning me on to Black Mirror. Oh, it's good. I'm great. glad you like it. Uh, I have really enjoyed the episodes I've seen of it so far. Um, I have avoided the the very first episode because that's the Prime Minister episode that everybody's talked about. But yeah. my mm. wife has seen it and she was like, no, 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 that was it, just, that was. It's a it's a good episode. It gotcha. really is. It's it gets you thinking. Yeah. And and then recently, Be, because actually more more than the uh, than what it's about, what everybody knows about it, it's mm-hmm. more of a commentary on how people at first are just glued to it. They mm-hmm. they're talking about it, then eventually they just you can see the interest sort of dwindling. It's okay. on everybody's watching it in the bars, okay, and social media, and every and then just as. People get tired of it, and this news cycle changes, and uh-huh. there's fewer and fewer people. And then the disgusted people, you know, the people that thought they wanted to see what was going to happen, uh-huh. get disgusted and leave. Okay. And 
it's sort of a, about society's reaction to what's going on okay. almost as much as what actually happens with the prime minister. Yeah, All right. it was more of so, a social commentary. I watched yeah. that one episode and I was like, I kind of got bored of it. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> so um, so we've seen Jody uh, on, on Broadchurch. We've seen Jody uh, on Black Mirror. I, I actually watched the 2011 British sci-fi show Attack the Block or oh ta- the British movie Attack Call, the Block. Zombie meets hoodie. Zombie meat, or it's basically aliens attack a small kind of like almost like a ghetto type neighborhood in, in South London, and it's it's how they re it's how the the young people these these thugs, who were not the nicest of kids but they were their little gang, and it's how they react to this alien invasion and she becomes an integral character to it, uh, so it was it was interesting to see but now black you know attack the block, it, it it's kind of a not not a really a throwaway movie we'll talk about it some other time, but it how has Doctor Who, it has. Legends of Tomorrow, and it has Star Wars all connected in that one movie. Because the the main character is the guy who plays Finn, John, John Boyega, plays Finn, uh, and then the young man who is part of Firestorm in Legends of Tomorrow is also in that group. And, and now the Doctor is part of that group. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and, and Nick Frost, Simon Pegg's usual wingman, the the, the heavy set guy who's in all those Simon Pegg comedies, he's in that movie too. And in his usual predictable comedy relief self. But anyway, so we've seen Jody in action. Mm-hmm. So what do we know about Jodie? I see you doing some web surfing over there, Tanya. So tell me a little bit more about Jodie Whittaker if you have an opportunity to pull up like a Wikipedia or something like that. Uh, well, right now I'm looking at the news article from The Guardian mm-hmm. um, in regards to that she's uh, Whittaker, the force of nature taking on Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. She has been in even more stuff. She's been in um, um, Shakespearean plays. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also going to be... Uh, um, in a movie that she was in, um, Hello Carter, in 2013. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Now, she is she a Londoner? Is she from London herself? Uh, Sounds it. Let's see. Actually, her accent kind of sounded a little bit northern. I'm not but sure. Lots of that. planets have a north. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> <I'm not, laughs> well, see, my thing with her is her in Broadchurch, like the range that she has to play because she plays the mother mm-hmm. in that show um mm-hmm. just the uh, ups and downs that her character goes through mm-hmm. and the way she's able to like make you really feel for this mom who's going right. through all this stuff okay I'm like i know it, so, it's when like, so she can pull you if you like, give her the opportunity she can pull you in heart-wrenching oh, yes. mm-hmm. yeah. she can really get Becca, you, you going and she made me really yes. feel for that character mm-hmm. and i love david tennant that's why i started watching broad mm-hmm. church but she well, Broadchurch like, now has two doctors in it, so crying out loud, I have to watch yeah. it. She um, attached me to it, and uh-huh. I, I mean, I was at my family reunion, and my Earth Five. I told them like, I'm gonna be the family reunion. I'm gonna be watching my phone. Let me know when they announce the doctor. He sent it to me, and I've stopped talking to everybody. <laughs> and I'm like, I look down at my phone. I'm like, oh, doctor, and nobody knew what I was talking about. Yeah. One of my cousins actually did. It was hilarious because then I'm like just staring at my phone with like this anticipation. And I see your face. So I'm like, oh my god! And they look and everyone just stops and just looks at me. Yeah, that's those moments. Those yeah, are those moments. The one yeah. Puerto Rican girl screaming, "Oh my god, a doctor!" Uh huh. <laughs> now, um, I'm probably going to butcher where she was born. Skell Manthorpe, West Yorkshire, England. Yep. Oh, she's a Yorkshire girl. Oh, I love her already. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, I, I'm really jealous of your knowledge of British, all of you. You're you're very knowledgeable on British actors and actresses, and that's not my strong suit. I, mm-hmm. I enjoy the British shows I see. I like Doctor Who, I you know Sherlock, 
that type of thing. But I don't, I haven't watched as many as you folks. Black Mirror, obviously, I love, but I don't know the actors' names like you guys do. And I, when when I first saw the announcement, cool, it's a woman. Yeah. I wasn't recognized. I, I didn't recognize her name. In uh-huh. fact, the first thing I thought of. In the 70s, when I was a kid, I used to watch reruns of a sitcom called Family Affair. Okay. And uh, an actor named Johnny Whitaker played Jody. So oh, I was, okay. <laughs> wait, jo- kid from Family Affair? No, I read that wrong. Well, it's actually kind of funny. In, in uh, the, the episode of Black Mirror that she's in, she's the mother of a, a young a baby girl named Jody. Jody. So oh, when, yeah. to have her constantly talking about Jody was like, mm-hmm. you are Jody. You know, I'm, I'm wondering if she played that joke out one time during like one of the initial readings. But it, it, I attribute. Go ahead. She was named after Jody Foster. Was she really? Yes. Now that's something because you don't think Jody Foster is that old, you know. But then she's the uh, and Jody Whitaker is not that. I mean, well, Jody Whitaker's 35. She's 35. Okay. Mm-hmm. Actually, the first time I saw Jody Foster, strangely enough, was on an episode of Partridge Family. Oh in wow! The early 70s, she played a girl Danny Partridge had a crush on. <laughs> Well, I attribute my my knowledge of of the British and uh, and of England and whatnot to my parents because I was raised quite often on PBS. So we were watching a lot of the British TV that came over, you know, the, and and that included Doctor Who and that included Monty Python and all creatures great and small and mystery and and upstairs downstairs and all that other fun stuff that came along with it. Uh, so I I kind of was I was taught to have an appreciation for that, and and so it kind of blended itself to. You know, this is a lot of the things that I watch, and it's it's cool. I, I really do enjoy it, and I get to know the the faces a little bit better. And and the more I'm the more I'm thinking about it, the more I look at the the reaction to Jodie Whittaker as the new Doctor, the more I'm really kind of I'm finding myself more and more on board every 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 other day or so. Yeah, I you recognize know? her face. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the first yeah. thing. I'm like, I know and that I, face. Where do I know her face from? That was the same thing. And as soon as I'm just like. All of a sudden, it kicked me. It kicked me. I'm just like, she was the mom in Broadchurch. Yeah. Um, that, that's exactly how yeah. I did it. And then, then I'm like, IMD being everything. About, mm-hmm. yeah, and, yep. yeah. Let's dive in, though. Let's dive into the social commentary of it because we're, we've all watched the reaction. Mm-hmm. We've seen the people talking about it. We've seen the one side going, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. And then we've seen the other side going, oh, that's it. The show's jumped the shark. We're never watching it again. It sucks. Well, that's why I was worried about the 13th being a woman mm-hmm. i wanted the 14th to be a woman and then when they I'd were to cast worried, the 14th are we going to sit there and have the same conversation worried. well maybe the 15th can be the woman you know is that kind of the, well, is that it, the trap we again, get ourselves into for me it was more of the because of the companion now mm-hmm. and the whole big hubbub around the new companion oh, bill bill uh-huh. yeah and they're like oh it's the first is, was she transgender or she was just she gay. gay? That's all okay. she. And Bill was Bill's uh, I haven't uh, watched a lesbian. the new season, mm-hmm. which I feel horrible. That's why I need to get the Brit box. Oh, I'm you got it! You got it! It was I'm a really good also. season. It I've, was a really I've good season. I've seen the pilot and smile. I tried watching Ice Beneath or mm-hmm. Ice the Ice Below, and mm-hmm. it my box shut off in the middle of it. Oh, I see. Yeah, so yeah. I was having issues last night. Okay, for I keep streaming missing, it. and it's, all right. it's I'm behind. I was frustrated. I was worried about that. I was worried that they're going to be like, oh, well, there's gay, and they're just trying to, you know, yeah. make publicity, and they thought it was going to be this giant publicity stunt with them putting a woman. Uh-huh. And I want people to accept a woman doctor and just accept a woman. I, You know what, and they even snuck in some clues along the way. And you, you, there's there's one time, because uh, later in the season, I don't remember the exact episode, it's towards the end, though, um, where you know about the Masters now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're, they're, people are dealing with the fact that there's two Masters on site and whatnot, and somebody makes a comment about it, 
And the doctor looks at whoever makes the comment. I can't remember who it was off the top of my head and goes, you know, you know we've we're I come from a billion old billion year old civilization. And we've go, evolved well beyond, you know, gender identity and thing like that. It just it, everything is what it is. And you should be, you know, be ashamed of yourself for, you know, thinking about I'm to me. That was almost like Stephen Moffat knew who Chris Chibnall was looking at. At that point, that's that's I'm like, OK, I kind of that hint was already laid out. I know that I, that was when I kind of had my first guess. The 13th was probably going to be a woman. My my stipulations are this. The show will never lose me. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm, it's never going to do something. that's going to make me go. I'm never watching this again. It's just it's not possible. All right. So but will I take it less seriously if something on this list occurs? Yes, it's possible. Like if they do an excessive amount of. Him, you know, being awkward about being a female, you know, constantly grabbing his, her, you know, his chest or her chest or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be and, and constantly making references to it. Th- that'll be a turnoff to me. You know, if there are multiple, multiple episodes where it's like, wait a minute, we've heard of the doctor. It's supposed to be a guy, you know, multiple times of that, you know, when they constantly lean on it as almost as it becomes a trope, mm-hmm. then I will be disappointed. Um, I do see some some upsides to it where here is this over 2000 year old man now in the body of a woman and like oh i know all about this i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to try and sneak past using feminine wiles and it looks completely awkward and hilarious that would that would be funny to me i think it, it just if they do it once it would have to be like when he first when regenerates, first yeah. regenerates yeah. and he's yeah. trying to Figure, figure out. Yeah, sort, sort of like a, a quantum like the, leap episode. Like a switching, where, where, yeah, exactly. Where Sam jumps yeah. into a, oh, exactly. Yes. And he's a woman. trying to figure it out. You know, that would be that would be kind of like when you make subtle little nods like that. I'll be okay with it. And listen to us though. We're still in our own heads. We're we're still working it out because we're even saying, okay, he's in the body of a woman, and how is he going to handle this situation now? You know, it's uh, listen to us talking about it like that. It's yeah. it's amazing. I mean, well, it's Matt Smith's doctor when he first regenerated. He uh-huh. was really trying to figure out who the heck he was. Yeah. And I mean, if they do that, but you know, mm-hmm. with the woman, right? Like, oh, things are a little bit different now. Yeah. That would be okay with me, and I kind of wanted her to be a ginger. I, I know that's something we were talking female. about. Is again, you know, like there's like I'm still not a still ginger. not a ginger. <laughs> Strangely <laughs> enough, the aforementioned Johnny Whitaker redheaded. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> see now, here's 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 the thing that I would like to see. I would like to see you know, uh, now that you're mentioning it. It would be funny as if, like, okay, I got boom. All right, I'm a woman now. All right, what? Damn, still not ginger. That's what he's really upset about. The, yeah. the doctor's still really upset about the fact that she's still not a redhead. It's probably just not programmed into the DNA. That's a, yeah, that's it. You know what would be funny? He's once missing in a while? that gene. That's my favorite part that's of it. That's the gene that's missing is the redhead once in a while. Uh-huh. She'll, like, the, it has to be early in the mm-hmm. her phase. Mm-hmm. She'll pop into the boys' bet restroom. Yeah, there you Remember, go. she's a girl, and they go, damn it. Into the and walk out. Walk oh, out. wait, walk out, go in another room. Um, you know, so there's, there's gonna be a lot of things going on here. You know, this is this humor. is gonna be very interesting. Now, before that happens, we still have a whole Christmas special, we still have Peter Capaldi as the doctor for one more episode mm-hmm. for a Christmas special coming up. And, um, Dolly, are you familiar with anything that's been happening? Have you been following anything? I've been reading here oh. and there, okay, but not trying to get too many spoilers because All right. I'm. 
I hate the fact that I'm so behind on the doctor. I know. I'm trying. I'm trying really hard to get more behind the doctor. What messed me up is when they took it off Netflix and it's sort of scattered around Amazon. Yeah. And it's harder to follow on Amazon. Not happy about that at all. I haven't seen any of Peter Capaldi. I saw the first season. I, well, and then I was obsessed with trying to get the Brit box because it's like mm-hmm. BBC's and Netflix. And yeah. I know they have all the episodes there. And I n- just needed yeah. Roku because my I don't TV have won't adapt to it. Yeah. I, I As I said, I started, um, had um, my uh, Amazon Fire Stick updated and things like that. So I started watching again yesterday and I was able to get through Smile. But even that was a little jumpy. And then the second episode, I got about... 10 to 15, well, 10 to minutes, 10 to 15 minutes in. And do you have Spectrum stopped. or Dish? I have Direct. You have Direct? Okay, you have a Dish. Wait, right. Which I could watch it had I been recording it. Uh-huh. Recording it. <laughs> recording, yeah. Okay. Recording? I'm, ti- I'm tired today. <laughs> had I been um, DVRing it every week, but I had just totally forgot to set the D- DVR for it. I mean, I could have had it. But. I tried to DVR it. Because my mom has work TV, and I go to her house, and I, hack, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, I see. I have Spectrum at home, and I, I have the the you know the lowest level of box so you channels, don't have... but I have the on demand. So that's how I, I I've been basically going through the whole tenth tenth series again a second time, now, just so I can I can I, do it on I demand. I think my Direct TV. I think I might have demand. If you so, do on demand, then you have an opportunity. I have just to saying. go and uh, attempt to. Uh, yeah, when I attempt to record it. I recorded a doctor. It started recording like every single episode that was on BBC America, and I'm like, "That's no, gonna I fill just want- my entire box. I just want to watch the new ones." Sometimes there is a setting where it says first run on only, so I have to look. Yeah, I don't know. I hijacked but- my mom's DVR. It's not hers. It's mine. Fortunately, <laughs> we have the whole house hop genie thing, so we can watch it on any one of the three TVs. I don't live at my mom's house. Oh, well. So I just go to her I house. live at my house. <laughs> yeah, Tanya lives at her own house. Her mom lives at her house. <laughs> no, my mother-in-law lives Mother-in-law lives at yes. your house. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's, if there's going to be a little twist in the uh, in the, in I the just hope they don't go Christmas special. Like... All right. It's going to be a, it's going to be a three doctor episode. Ooh. Okay. It's David Bradley is reprising his role, but here's a twist of it. When David Bradley did his rendition for the 50th anniversary behind the scenes of how the show was created, he was portraying William Hartnell playing the first Doctor. David Bradley is now officially playing the first Doctor at this time. And and they tied, at the, the very end of the season finale, they unveil in the two... Wasn't the, he in Harry Potter? Yes, as okay. Mr. Filch. Uh, um, so they unveil the, the meeting of the first and the twelfth, and it's... The, they don't realize, well, the 12th knows, recognizes the first when he sees him, but the first has Doesn't no idea who the 12th it. is. Um, so you're going to have the two doctors together, and they've set it up so it's it's basically, this is the interim few minutes between the first doctor leaving the scene of 10th planet and going to the TARDIS to regenerate into the second. Oh. All right? So this is how this is all unfolding. The 12th and the first are meeting on the cusp of their own regenerations. Ooh, I like that. Isn't it interesting? Uh, yes. And then the third doctor I'm referring to will obviously be the arrival of the 13th, yeah. at most likely at the mm-hmm. end of the the the, yeah. uh, the event. Uh, so this is all kind of fitting together. I don't know if they're going to show of a different angle of first to second, but they're obviously they'll be showing 12 to 13. So this is kind of how this is all fitting together at this point. Uh, and I'm finding that t- if Stephen Moffat, if you, you say, there's a ton of people who would be happy to say bad things about Stephen Moffat and what he's done to Doctor Who. I personally thought he's done some really good storytelling, and he's definitely leaving it all on the floor. 
He's, he's, he's not holding anything back. He's mm-hmm. throwing it all to the wind and saying, let's see what we can do in the, at the end here. And I'm really kind of entertained to see what happens next. So, All right. Just thinking of the unveiling of the doctors, the one complaint that I have gotten from like some of my other Doctor Who friends Go ahead. is that they're just mad that they announced her. They're, they're, instead of they're doing like, like yeah, the, instead of waiting till waiting like, to the Christmas the special, generated and then you find out I, that it's I her. Sort of agree with that now that uh-huh. you mention it. I, yeah. I like the idea of being surprised when the. I've uh, been waiting for that kind of a moment, but I, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I, that's pretty much my thought. Yeah, just, I have a I have a thought about that, and and I agree with everybody here. I would have much preferred if they just held on to it and boom, the actor just shows up bam. in the regeneration scene. That would be my preference as well. But we live in the internet age, people. It's not going to stay a secret for it's long. It's spoiler no. city. Somebody is going to figure it out. Somebody knows something. Somebody's been on set and will whisper something. Uh, you know, somebody who's been, you know, who helped film the regeneration and is now part of the costume process and the writing for the next season. Somebody's going to say something to the wrong person because they want a couple extra bucks or just because they're so excited they can't hold it in. That news is going to get out. It's Girl. going to happen. And so BBC is doing the best they can to control that message. Acknowledging that they probably there's BBC execs who said we would have preferred it to be you don't know until the regeneration happens that mm-hmm. would have been awesome for them, um, but uh, no, nah, you got to understand. It, I like the way they did it. Yeah, I was. I mean, I liked it a lot better than the the uh, the unveiling interview that they did for Peter. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought you know it was great. It gave Peter a chance to talk to people, and that's wonderful. And I'm sure we'll have that opportunity with Jody soon enough. But it gave him this nice little scene. You know, and there's, yes. and it, it put her in the TARDIS, not in costume. They've told us that no. the, the outfit she was wearing in the unveiling was not the outfit that the thirteenth will be wearing. No, it looked kind of like it was overgrown for like a man, like she just regenerated type of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I am totally excited. That's another thing I'm excited about. It's mm-hmm. like the costuming. Like, yeah. how is they? How are they going to dress her? How are they going to dress her? You know, every doctor has been dressed differently. Yeah, I mean, I. And they're usually I guess wearing. That's a girl in me. I like mm-hmm. <laughs> to know what they're going to wear. Yeah. The only time that the outfit regenerated with the actor was the first to second, Ian, because you'd made mention about the clothing there. Because, yes, every doctor has kind of regenerated. The actor is still in the same costume as the previous. They kind of showed that continuity that way. My favorite was, um, you know, abs- you know, the Raggedy Man, seeing Matt Smith running around in David Tennant's clothes the entire episode. Um, but uh, the only time that it ever happened where the, the costume actually regenerated with the doctor was first to second, because Patrick Trotton gets up and he's wearing almost an entirely different set of clothing than William Hartnell was wearing. Was, uh, was wearing so that always made people kind of go um scratch my head what what's going on here um so what else we want to talk about about this this is kind of a huge thing for the for the the sci-fi community this is one of those big moments every three or four years when a doctor says okay that's it it's enough i'm going to become somebody else now yeah i mean i think that's what keeps this show new Mm -hmm. it feels new because it's a new person playing that role so it almost feels like a new story but it's there's a continuation. Changing of the TARDIS interior? Mm-hmm. Do you see that coming? Mm. I did not see that yet. I did not see that. You don't think mm-hmm. that's coming yet? Oh, no. I think it will come. Well, yeah. they'll change, they'll change the opening title. Time. They'll change the opening title. Mm-hmm. Um, they, have, they have revamped and no. redesigned the TARDIS console room more times in New Who than they ever did in the old one. I mean, the old mm-hmm. one was always a subtle shift, but it was always the same kind of white room with the, the, the uh, hex... Uh, console in the mm-hmm. middle, you know, and the screen off to the side. It's always been kind of the same thing, but it was a variation on a theme, kind of a little mm-hmm. little changes here and there. This one, they've actually like redesigned the whole room. Yes, they put <laughs> seats towards the back, and how can you reach the console from the seats? 
Well, it's just for sitting around waiting for you to get, for transit. It's basically well, when yeah, you put her in cruise said, control, you can sit down and read a book. <laughs> he's like, well, I usually drive. I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I usually am driving. It's <laughs> so like why They're do you put seats for, way back here for passengers. No, and, oh. go ahead. Go ahead. No, Bob. I'm sorry. Just another thought on yeah. the transfer. The no, we've got a woman now. Mm-hmm. What do you think would be more controversial? The fact that there is now a woman, or if someday they cast the doctor as a non-British person. Ooh. What I, if an American shows up no. as the doctor? Yeah. No. Well, or uh, no, someone from another continent, an Asian doctor. Yeah, uh, and, and I think those are those are boundaries that eventually will have to break down. Um, I think this is the first this is the first boundary that's really going to get broken down because I remember how people were reacting when the, when they cast a Scotsman. Mm-hmm. When Sylvester McCoy took over the party, although mm-hmm. it was the first Scotsman to take the party, and they were making a big deal about the guy being Scottish instead of a, <laughs> instead of actual proper English. And it's like, okay, wait a second. Really? That's a thing? And and then, you know, okay, now we have another Scotsman. Now we have multiple Scotsmen who have played the part. Okay, great. Now we can branch now? out. And just to keep on the, uh, <laughs> since we're monkey business, I yes. remember one episode of Quantum Leap where Sam actually leapt into a lab monkey. Oh, wow. What if Doctor Who was <laughs> a monkey? Was an animal? But I don't you, hear, you hear his thoughts, though. Yeah, I, I think that, that might be a bit of a stretch. I think the next boundary. be a parody. The next boundary yeah. to be broken, it'll still be British. The, okay. the next, the 14th. Racial? I think it's racial. I think you'll see, see uh, a black or, or perhaps maybe even Indian. You know, the, the British have been, uh, to me, way ahead of their times in terms of interracial romance. Oh, yeah, they've been. A- so from the beginning, Doctor yeah. Who, but, it, and it's it's just absolutely common on all mm-hmm. the British shows oh, that yeah. I've seen. And I love how they just treat, yeah. they and, treat it the way that yeah. we should we should be looking at it as a society. It, it's something that doesn't even get them to bat an eyelash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like there are certain. the idiot. Yeah, Mickey the idiot. Yeah, there are certain relationships that people still, they'll like, you know, they'll they'll show that's these attitudes still exist. Like the the movie that's coming out soon, The Big Sick, mm-hmm. uh, is about. Oh, that, yeah, I've know, heard really good things about. I, you that, know, yeah. I, I think that helps kind of keep an eye on the fact that you know we have not defeated a lot of these these uh, social narrow mindedness uh, in in all across the board as we should have. Um, but my opinion is, is Chris Chibnall as a showrunner is going to. Uh, he's going to take the show and he's going to break down as many barriers as he can before he has to hand it off to the next person to to run Doctor Who. He's going to take as many of those barriers and smash the hell out of them. So I'm, my prediction right now is that the 14th will probably be an African-American gentleman. I see he'll probably go back to being a guy, but I'm thinking African-American at the outside or the, at the most, but at, even possibly there's a really couple of really well-capable Asian actors out there. Um, maybe and maybe an Eastern Indian would be a possibility, like like a slim chance. How long do you think we're gonna keep Billy? Uh, the companions. Oh, Bill's she, gone. She's gone. She's gone. Bill's gone. She's gone. Okay. See, yeah. that's how far. I, yeah. I, even Behind. though I haven't seen this season, I know everything. That this, this everything season, this was at the end gets tied up for everybody. Okay. Every so it's, it basically that's a big thing with me. I feel like your companion should match your doctor. The companion I, is just as important mm-hmm. as the doctor in a lot of regards. Yeah, I think. I felt like they kept Clara too long because yeah, I'm I hearing feel like that her personality didn't fit Capaldi's, and that's what mm-hmm. turned me off to Capaldi at the beginning. Okay. I disagree yeah, with that. Too. I do disagree with that. Go ahead, one. tell me a little more, buddy. Well, my thinking was Clara should have stayed a bit longer for my taste. Why? Because, well, she was the impossible girl. Okay, so? She technically was with him throughout the whole thing. 
And okay. having her for a little bit longer would have been nice in my taste. All right. All right. Now, is that because you had a crush on Jenna Louise Coleman? Because she was kind of pretty. Yeah. She was pretty. <laughs> I mean, she let's, was let's, not, let's not yeah. mince words like, here. But I think it just dragged her. it on and on okay. and on. And yeah. I feel like they should have put her out in a different way. Instead of just killing her off? Yeah. That sucked. Well, and here's the thing is that's that's one of the things Doctor Who is notorious about is that we don't really nobody really ever stays dead if you're a main character. Mm-hmm. And so they've because kind of your time travel. Yes. And then, so they've kind of gave Clara that little hitch. So she's traveling around in her own TARDIS with with me, Lady Me at yes. the moment. <laughs> you know, another immortal. So you got two people who are like basically permalocked into, the, you know, this is how you'll never see. You will never see Maisie Williams and Jenna Louise Coleman in another episode of Doctor Who. You might catch audiobooks. Okay, but you will never see them again because they're supposed to be perpetually locked into that form. Now, as these actresses get older, how are you going to pull that off? But anyway, we're off. We're off tangent at the moment. Um, so the thirteenth Doctor, Jodie Whittaker. I, I'm, I'm more in. Like I said, every day, every time I think about it, the more in I'm in. I'm, I'm looking in. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really excited to see what happens. I want to see what kind of changes Chris Chibnall makes as the mm-hmm. showrunner. I'm looking forward to so seeing. Does she get a male or, or a female companion? That, and that's 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 They're an interesting about dynamic. A male companion, Chris Marshall. Chris, see, and that's funny because Chris Marshall was up for being the, the doctor, doctor for a, he was like one of the front runners so for like a long three time. Three days ago, he was still like. And a, and people were like hating on it because apparently he's not. I don't know. I've never seen the guy in action, but apparently they didn't feel he had the chops to play the doctor. So people were always complaining about him, but he still could be on the show as the companion, which would be interesting. It almost seems like really, why not just. I don't know. I'm gonna. I don't know where to go with that thought at the moment. But, <laughs> but needless to say, it's gonna keep things on its toes for a little bit. I am really looking forward to seeing what happens. That's that's the long and the short of it. Billy, what do you think? I, I actually have a question. As someone Fire that uh, I saw, like we've talked about before, I saw some of the older Doctor Who's when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Missed huge chunks and came back when Netflix. When I got Netflix and uh, Eccleston and then Tenet and right. Matt Smith. Now, has there ever been talk of an actor that previously played a doctor coming, like, regenerating as the doctor for a second time? Uh, only recently has that happened. People were like, when, when Tom Baker came back and did his cameo at the end of the 50th anniversary and he made the comment, you might be coming back and revisiting some of the old favorites, some of the old faces. The Matt Smith fan club came out of the woodwork and wanted Capaldi to regenerate back into Matt Smith. And and Matt was very, very, uh, uh, very diplomatic about it. He's like, oh, that would be lovely. It'd be lo-. It's never going to happen. But that, you know, I appreciate everybody's mm-hmm. comment. You know, uh, so it, that's only happened recently where uh, people were like, hey, can we bring back this person and have this person do the part again? Because to me, the great underrated doctor, the one that to me is almost forgotten. Uh-huh. Is Eccleston mm-hmm. Eccleston and, and again, I think, for him two. to come back yeah. in a better circumstance than he left in? Yeah, for uh, another season, sort of a, a farewell season, mm-hmm. the, you know, like in with him in a uh, no happy, right? With the people he's working for, <laughs> and I and that would be great. Um, I just I don't ever seeing something like that happening because I, you know, I I've heard Christopher Eccleston talking about Doctor Who on several occasions and how he enjoyed playing the part, but he would never do it again. And he's adamant and adamant and adamant. And the thing about thing about Christopher Eccleston, he's like other British actors. They're not Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, they don't want. To they're come not. Out of they don't like retread. Funny. They don't like going back mm-hmm. unless it's like a Shakespearean play. Like Tennant said, he would like to do a particular play that he's done several occasions, but to play a different part. Because at this kind of you get a, a wiser, an older, wiser mm-hmm. Eccleston yeah. or Tennant yeah. or whoever. Mm-hmm. 
It would be it would definitely be interesting, but I never see the show going backwards like that. I don't see that ever happening. It would always be going forward. But it forwards. travels in time. It, it can go backwards. It does, but the show itself on, on a on a philosophical level, it's always trying to evolve mm-hmm. and work itself forward and and show things from different angles mm-hmm. and you know, David Tennant himself says in his first episode, The Christmas Invasion, you know, at the very end, you know, he's all excited about jumping into the TARDIS and taking off. And he says to Jackie, he says to Rose's mom, something along the line, I haven't seen all these things before, not with these eyes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I haven't seen them from, from this angle before. I haven't seen it from the perspective of this persona. So, you know, it's, I, I always see them ever forward, never and back. Just to follow a theme now that I, it came to my mind, mm-hmm. if they do go, do go for the first, uh, American doctor someday. Uh-huh. Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula, okay. Um, no, I don't I mean I see the whole because of Quantum Leap. Because of Quantum yeah. Leap. I'm even Star Trek. Yeah. And you know, NCIS lost uh what but um yeah. I don't is What it? is that down there? New Orleans. Oh my god. <laughs> He's <laughs> on an, I, I, he lost. I really? didn't know he was currently on one. Yeah, NCIS New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you think of it, um, they're technically the same person, just different new form. Mm-hmm. Like when uh, Eccleston turned into David, mm-hmm. he went on with what he was saying. Eccleston was talking about where do you want to go. And yeah. Then, and when he turned, David little... said, "Where were we going?" Yeah, oh, that's right. right, Barcelona. Barcelona. And that's that's also the little trips to and like the whole scene between Clara and Capaldi uh, at at the the end of Capaldi's deep breath. Uh, where he's trying to channel his inner Matt Smith, and he's trying to show, he's trying to convince Clara that the the, the man is here. Mm-hmm. I look different, but I'm standing right here in front of you. Look at me, see that. And uh, so there's always going to be that kind of a that kind of handoff baton transition moment. Um, American doctors. I'm I'm now thinking about who uh, would be a good one. That would be something that we truly would have to think about and research and come oh. back to because. Uh. Robert Downey, Robert Downey Jr. Yes. Robert uh, Downey. I don't know. I, I see, see him in the Iron Man. Nah, he's, Have you ever seen him play iconic. Sherlock? Well, that's the that's thing. is different. Let's, let's separate but. that, though. I mean, too iconic, but well, let's, let's just I mean, talk sorry, about like, the actor. Iron Man. Yeah, let's, well, let's talk about the actor taking the part. Could Robert Downey Jr. play a convincing Time Lord? I think so, yes. Yes. Okay, could he be the yeah. doctor? Yes. However, is it feasible that it would happen? No. Because of Iron Man, because of Sherlock Holmes, because of... Who Robert Downey Jr. has become over the years? Sure, <laughs> might end up as the master. That, that would be I funny. Could see. <laughs> That'd be funny. That or, I definitely I could see. Just Robert Downey Jr. is the master. <laughs> that ending that way. That would be insanely entertaining, right oh. there. I got to tell you, to see Tony Stark basically channeling his inner master. Yeah, that I, would I, be funny. Doesn't he try to do that anyway? Yeah, to a point. <laughs> That's him, General. <laughs> I'm really. I'm. I'm I don't know. Mark Ruffalo. That was a great idea. Since we're on the Mark Avengers Ruffalo. list at the moment, Mark <laughs> Ruffalo is the doctor. I could see that. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. That? I'm not let's familiar see, with not Banner. Chris, Banner. Oh, let's see. Not Chris Evans. No. no not a Chris Banner. Evans. Uh, let's see. Um, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd would be an excellent choice. What? Yes. He has that humor. Ant Man. Oh yeah. 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 His mouth that. just dropped. Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. I think would be an excellent choice. That would, would be a go good back possibility. To Clueless when I, hear Paul I mean, because the man never ages either. He no. looks the same as he did when he was in Clueless so with Lisa Silverstone. Patrick Stewart. He actually just. It's crazy. Inner. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was about to say Tom Holland, but Tom Holland's English. Here's another. Okay, while we're on that topic, here's another prediction I'm going to make. In the, in the next, it's probably not going to be the 14th, but I'm going to guarantee you either the 15th, by the, the 20th, 16th, by the 15th, <laughs> 15th, 16th, or 17th Doctor, one of the Harry Potter kids is going to show up. 
Oh. Rupert Grint. Rupert Grint would be the top of my list. Yeah. He would be absolutely You'd the top of my ginger. list. You'd get your ginger. And then you would get your ginger. You would absolutely get your ginger. Um, but also now that the boundaries are broken, why not Emma Watson? Why yeah. not Bonnie Wright? That's who was also a ginger, by the way. I was a woman doctor. Yep. Like, I was like, oh, I love Emma Watson. Bonnie, Bonnie mm-hmm. Wright, but you know, the Ginny Weasley. Or, or one of the other Weasley, the Weasley yeah. twins. One, one of the, the oh, yeah, Fred or George. Yeah. I think <laughs> the twins would be spectacular <laughs> doctors. Um, or the companions. You know, could you imagine or, the twins? Or oh my it, God. The, the doctors, his heart's been split. Oh, so he becomes two people. Becomes <laughs> two people. Oh and lord! And bring the twins oh, in. Or, or it's like oh, one person like with Chucky. two heads. Yeah. The seed yeah. of Chucky. Oh, I the seed. Seen. Okay. Um, but I'm also thinking um, Seamus. I'm thinking Neville. I'm thinking Dean, uh, the, the tall young uh, African American young man who played, who's in um, How to Get Away with Murder. Okay. All right. I can't remember his name at the moment. I'm sorry to say, but I'm thinking him as well. I'm think. I'm seriously 15, 16, 17, somewhere in that range. You're going to see a Harry Potter kid show up i'm okay with that you know yeah, so they did pretty good but they're this no longer will never kids. happen well i'm there, honey <laughs> i'm almost 50 everybody's kids as far as i'm concerned at this point this will never happen what but how fun would it be for dean winchester Oh my God. <laughs> I don't see that happening. Jensen oh, Ackles. Jensen Ackles is the doctor. I'd be no. never I would see Jared Padalecki first. Yes. I would see yeah. Sam instead of Dean first. I would see Jared Padalecki playing the doctor yeah, first. Actually, what's his name? Crowley. Mark, nope. Not Crowley. Misha. Misha. Oh, Misha Collins. <laughs> he has a trench coat already. Oh my God, that'd be phenomenal. Because he's so odd. He is. He's That's amazing why, like, and wonderfully he, odd. That's supernatural. Like, yes. Misha is who I would Misha think would Collins is the doctor. I could doctor. see that. Oh, Definitely could see that. Oh, my God. That's amazing. So we're going to start all these rumors. Why not? <laughs> we run a comic book convention. We can do that sort of thing now. We are empowered. Maybe get some extra publicity. Monkey Business Podcast says Robert Downey Jr., perfect master. That's it, right there. Get that started. I can just Photoshop Misha in front of a TARDIS. Oh, there that's it. Oh, there, there you go. go. We can start putting those posters. Doctor. Yeah, there it is. Is it already a photo that's in front of a TARDIS at a convention? I think there is. I'm pretty sure we I've seen have, him with have somebody JP. do a Castiel uh, cosplay at, at the 18 show, and we'll set it all up. Yeah, the microphone yeah, is very Yeah, yeah. but... Stop playing with that stuff. Making all I these mean, noises, talking kid. talking about old people. Oh, you... thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, did stab, you see stab. That the... Can we fire her? No. No. The Doctor Who companion that passed away? Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Victoria? She yeah. passed away like two days ago. Deborah, Deborah Watling passed yeah. away at the... Uh, oh, she was only like, like 60, 69. 69. She was yep. still young yet. Well, that was a sad thing because she was such a wonderful lady on the convention circuit. Everybody was heartbroken about that one. Uh, she played Victoria Waterfield for the second Doctor, Patrick Trotton. Um, and just a sweet, sweet lady. Yep. She was a sweet, sweet lady. A lot of great stories about her out there. So we, uh, we'll take a moment to, to think about Deborah. Debra. I thought and, it was uh, worth a mention. That's definitely worth a mention. Yeah. Um, we also, we lost a couple of singers and, and another actor as well. Uh, John Hurd was 72. Mm-hmm. They found yeah, him 71. yesterday. Um, minor back surgery. He, he had got, undergone minor back surgery the other day and he was recuperating uh-huh. in uh, his hotel room and... Heart, hotel heart attack step. or something? We or? Don't, they don't Nobody know knows? exactly what. Wow. That's unfortunate. Kevin McAllister's dad has passed. I saw that. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. And then we lost parent, um, so. Chester Bettenfield from uh, Lincoln Park. Yes. yes. And uh, and before him, by about a month or so, Chris Cornell mm-hmm. of uh, Soundgarden. So it's just, it's uh, you know, it's not that 2016 is rearing its ugly head again, but as it's been a rough. Stay away from Betty White. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you remember the GoFundMe for Betty White? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think protect that's still going Betty strong. White. Protect the Protect Betty White Fund. Um, she was, she bubble wrapped. I swear to I, that woman, I, I I will say it now, that woman's going to last to 200. She should this, be the doctor. Yeah, I know. She's <laughs> the age. There she we go. She's, she's the one who, you know, would be like mm. one of the sisterhood of Karn and look at the doctor and go, listen here, little boy, come here, you know? <laughs> I am that She old. would definitely put them in their places. All right. So, yes, you've got some required watching to do there, young ladies, both of you, Tanya and Dolly. you got to catch up on Series 10. Oh, um, me too, man. Well, you guys want to come over. I've got it on, on demand, BBC America. We can watch it together because I'm, I'm all about watching Series 10 again. Oh, I thought it was just popcorn. really good. Movie series party. 10 was really well done. A who party. And then, of course, <laughs> at Christmas time, it'll be regeneration party at my house. So that's not an open invitation to all the listeners, all, all 12 of you. Um, but, We've uh, had more than 12 listeners. We're up to, I think like we're up 13. to about... 13. <laughs> 12 and a half. We're, we're up really to about... short person. We're about up to third, just shy of 30 regular listeners Something like at this that. point. So we're just entertaining the masses at this stage. You've met I, well, one. Which I actually one of ourselves. my British friends watch it and are listening to us. Oh, are they really? Yeah. Oh, topping. Love it. Are they in England or are they here? No, he's in England. He's in England? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Spread the word, my friend. Thank you. And and, uh, and we'll send some and emails out to you. we're making predictions for the 20th we're, doctor. We're making predictions. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, wait. The 14th, Who is this, 15, who is this 16, person 17. listening to us? Oh, you gosh. don't have to give me a whole name, just a first name. I know. Or a screen but name. I'm blonde. We'll call you him are Jared. not blonde. In the I'm the inside. only blonde in person in this room. <laughs> <laughs> My mother's a blonde, so I use that. I see. Yes. I'm it's blonde. It's Danny. Danny. It's Danny. Danny. All right, Danny, we're making a prediction now. You are going to be cast at the 19th. There you go. That's it right now. <laughs> so so go to the BBC. Go to the say, BBC. I'm going to be the 19th doctor. Start taking acting classes now because it's three years per doctor. We're on 13, 16. So 18 years from now, Danny, you're going to be cast as the 19th doctor. <laughs> veteran actor, right, of stage and screen. Make sure you get your Shakespearean training in because that always seems to be popular among the among the, the actors who played the part. <laughs> and uh, I will recommend that Much Ado About Nothing and Twelfth Night. Those are my two favorite Shakespearean plays. And uh, and we'll see you there. And then if you ever come to the states, uh, let us know, and we'll try to time it out so that we'll we'll actually plan a convention around you, and uh, and and make of sure him being the nineteenth doctor of him being the nineteenth. Even if it's like we're still like it's next year, you know, we'll we'll put up we'll put up a table and saying it's the nineteenth doctor here to sign autographs, and we're like, what? It's a time traveling show. Come on, work with us here. <laughs> but it's only twenty eighteen. I know. I know, but he's going to be the nineteenth. Just trust us on this one. It's all good. <laughs> All right, We've Billy, you really got the, the outcue uh, queued up over there? There it is. This has been Monkey Business, and I am Chris, and that is Billy, and that is Tanya, and over there is Ian and Becca and Dolly, and we're going to say our goodbyes for now. We hope you had some fun. We had some fun, too, and we will see you soon. Keep us uh, in mind. Like us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash FC3ROC, and we will see you next week. Here you go. Um, June 9th and 10th. June 9th and 10th of 2018. Right. I was going to make another prediction. I'm thinking that Jim Carrey for the 31st Doctor. <laughs> oh, my God. No? So it's not it. No? Okay, no. fine. <laughs>